0: Oh, f- <laughs> me.
1: Wow! Wow! Chicken. Keeping that in. Welcome to the Game Raven Review Podcast. My name is Henry J, and I am joined by some of our talented writers to discuss the world of indie games. Let's start with our fearless editor in chief, Puppet. How are you today?
0: Great. How are you, Henry?
1: I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing swell and well. Thanks for asking. Wonderful. Good. Taz is here as well. How are you? I'm wonderful. I
2: am super stoked to be here
1: once again. And joining us for the first time is GameRaven writer, streamer, Pokemon card collector, Bro Tuzak. How are you?
3: Get your air horns ready because I'm so excited to be here.
1: Heyo. Let's Good. go. I'll, I'll add some air horns in post. <laughs> 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 So on today's podcast, we will be uh, talking about what we're playing this week, and then we'll get into our main topic, which is uh, kind of a piggyback from last week's, we told you how to find some indie games, but now we're going to discuss how to find, I guess, indie games of quality, I want to say, but let's jump into it. What we are playing this week, one of our main segments on the podcast, whether it's indie or not, we play a ton of games. We will start with Puppet. What are you playing this week?
0: You know, I'm always playing Stardew Valley, and I am happy to say that I have caught three of the legendary fish so far. So that's exciting.
1: That's no small task.
0: I know. Well, actually, I have learned that if you eat the dish of the sea and you just level up And it's pretty much impossible to miss the fish. So, um, yeah, that's been working out real well for me. It's been great. But aside from the usual Stardew, I did start Hollow Knight this week. And I am very happy and excited. I have heard about Hollow Knight from a lot of my viewers on my stream. And they kept begging me to play it. And I was like, ah know you know hemming and you know how how that is like you know friends tell you like oh this game's so great you have to play it and you're like eh, i don't know and then you play it and you're like oh my god this is the best this is the best game ever and they're like uh yeah i've been telling you that that's kind of how it's been so hollow knight pretty fantastic you're this adorable little bug and he, who is also a badass and has an amazing cloak and like a nail that they use as a A sword, and uh, you descend into the dark and you fight little monsters and you help little uh, worm things, and it's just adorable and creepy and gross and cute at the same time. And I am all over it. And there is another one coming out here pretty soon. So, very excited to be playing through that. So, Hollow Knight, and then. I am continuing in Inmost, which is a gorgeous, cinematic, emotional, beautiful, um, complex story of three characters in this like two D Pixel art world. I love it. So those are those are the games I'm playing this week.
1: Hollow Knight um I love that game, but man, it makes me want to throw a controller at the wall sometimes. It is very unfair. Either either that or I'm not very good at video games, which is that's probably the real case, but Hollow Knight, man, there's some parts in the game that it just frustrate the holy hell out of me. I yeah,
0: would- and I died so many times, and I was just like, okay, if you watch me play video games, you know that I'm just kind of dumb, and I'm just, like, when I go into boss fights, I just do stupid things, and then I kind of just figure it out, and I, I'm used to dying like many times. It's just my MO. And so I just thought it was just because I'm just terrible at gaming. And I have heard from other people, no, I died a bunch of times in that boss fight, too. Or, like, it's actually that hard. So uh, I don't feel as bad, but it's uh, it's great.
3: Yeah, to say off the uh, From Your Hollow Knight, I, I watched a couple people stream it and they were calling it kind of like baby's first Metroidvania. And it was kind of cracking me up. Mm-hmm. But I've never even played the game, so I don't know exactly how it works.
1: It's pretty so much it's, a metroidvania,
3: but it's yeah. a lot of Yeah. Movies. Is it? Okay.
0: And the animation is just gorgeous and it's just it's it's very it's very well. It's very well done. It's adorable. and It's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do we have yo. a hater with us? Like what's going on? I'm
2: a Yo, like everyone told me to like yo play Hollow Knight. I'm like, "Okay, played it. I'm like, this sucks. This <laughs> I don't know sucks. where I'm going."
1: Wow! I need a I map. I, I need a map.
2: I don't. I need to buy the freaking maps, and then I I'm need a like, map. map. I think my I got my cheeks clapped by some freaking other Hollow Knight person with a needle. Like that's fun. That's always a good time. Oh yeah,
1: what's her name? I have she's, been she's like the character in the new spinoff. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 She's badass. But I, I have to say, I did have some of my viewers who were like really into Hollow Knight who knew like everything and they were kind of guiding me through and it's a lot more fun. That's why I love streaming games because like some streamers don't let people backseat games. And
3: hashtag backseating allowed.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm like, I need all of all the help I can get. Please backseat. Cause it just makes it far more enjoyable for me. So I, that's why, like, in the beginning, yeah, you don't have a map, and you have no idea what you're doing, and you get very lost, and then you end up stumbling across this map maker who is, like, coming and he's adorable. Uh, and he kind of helps you, but he gives you this really, like, bad map to begin with, and then makes you buy, like, a compass and a couple of other things from his wife. And I was <laughs> like, I don't know. what was
2: Is that just, is that just me? His wife's super hot. Oh,
0: oh she's a babe. She's <laughs> yeah, a babe. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's the first thing I said. I was like, ooh, she's sexy for a a 2D animated bug. Yeah.
3: Fantastic. Anyway. the Sex appeal is high. Okay. I'm already interested.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hollow Knight, if you like sexy bugs, uh, it's the game for you. It's the game for you. 10 out of 10. (laughs) There There you go. Taz, what are you playing this week?
2: Yo... I've been playing some Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> what is Duel that intro, links. yo, yo, yo. I've yo. Five, dude? <laughs> I've been playing some Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, son, and yeah. let me tell you, it's a nostalgic trip, yo, and it, it's very interesting. It's like because because it's actually blew my mind, and this is this is the type type of direction that I hope most like developers and things will get into is uh, cross platform, not just from console to console, but from like. Console to mobile, so I can I can play Dual Links on my PC, right? And when I'm on the go, I can pick up where I left off on my mobile.
1: So that's sick. Do you have the Blue Eyes White Dragon? I know nothing about I, Yu-Gi-Oh. I just thought it was always like low rent Pokemon. I take that back. You take that back. <laughs> it looks bad.
3: It's darker, Look, hey, You don't like it's Hollow Knight, darker so. than Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys? Dude, Digimon is low rent Pokemon. Okay. I
2: have a sauce. Yeah, Both
0: of Digimon. them are. Both yeah. of them are.
2: Are you kidding me? Digimon I mean- has the quality, where Pokemon has the quantity.
3: I don't know. I mean, having every Mon have the like ending like suffix Mon kind of just triggers me in another certain kind of way.
2: Uh, Yu Gi Oh doesn't have that.
3: They're I'm just talking about that. Digimon.
2: Oh Digimon. Oh, oh, I see like the name and then the suffix mon. Yeah, it's right. always mon.
3: It's like yeah. some long name. Like <laughs> What is what is the longest Digimon name?
1: Uh this is the best podcast we've recorded so
3: <laughs> We're finally... Mega Mega Gorgamon. Yeah, like,
2: Mega uh... Gorgamon. He has some, like homies on his shoulder. <laughs> what, is this?
3: Yes. what is
2: this?
0: Yes. <laughs> oh my god.
3: What, what I do have to say? This?
0: I, I do appreciate that the Digimon like evolve back to their original
3: form. Like, oh, you know, so you can have like a little baby one every time, and well, then you just so playful, you know? Yeah, and then you just hit them with the Digimon. What is the? How do you Digimon uh, digitizer? You, no, Digimon did, digitizer. Oh, you, well, yeah, what? Yeah.
1: was the device? What was it? The Digivolver. The Digivolver. Is that yeah. what it's called? That sounds right. I feel Digivolver. like it's saw basically the, the like, movie in the theater.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Digi, basically it's like when you mega, the mega evolutions of, like, Pokemon. They're kind of doing, like, the same thing in Pokemon. So, actually, Pokemon, are they ripping off Digimon at this point?
3: Yes. No. Digimon just, like, died, didn't it? No, because, they.
2: I think last year they came out with their, like, new movie, and, like, it's all the original characters, like, all grown up and stuff. So, they have quality. They're not over, like, doing... What's the, like, I don't know what's going on in Pokemon world right now. Games, mo- like, shows. I don't even know what's
1: going on. I think they're doing too a much new anime. Up. Oh God, <laughs> again! It'll
0: live happen. action? I'm live pretty action sure they're doing movie. a live action.
1: Live action
3: yeah. Pokemon? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty I, I sure. I already did that with uh Detective Pikachu.
0: Oh, true. Yeah, that's true. I, I was just memeing. So,
1: wow, that was I don't actually movie. know. No yeah.
0: Moves. Oh, wow. that was that was a great movie. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Taz, is that the only thing that you're playing this week? Is a uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. Yeah, I've been crushing that. Crushing. Nice.
2: <laughs> I've been playing a uh, Alien Isolation, but that's old news. I'm still getting my my butt whooped on that game, but we don't have to talk about that.
1: Man, I'm I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV. I cannot stop. I'm already level fifty one, and Whoa. since last week, which means I put in a lot of time on that game. I'm really enjoying it. I'm loving it. I wish that I. Like resubscribed during the early days of the pandemic when I was unemployed so I'd have like a world to go into and live in but that's it's my escape for sure right now from uh, the <laughs> horrors of reality and then um, also on stream on Monday I played Pocket Watch which is this tiny little game from uh, oh, I forgot the name of the studio and I was going to write it down in the notes because that's what they're for and I didn't do it so this is called. See, in the radio world, this is called stalling for time. And what I'm doing is I'm Googling the name of the studio <laughs> right now, so I can figure out what uh, the name of the studio is. You're gonna is keep by, this
0: all in the podcast.
1: Yep, it's called. It's by uh, Sock Pop Games, uh, Sock Pop Collective. And what they do yeah. is they make a new game every two weeks. So uh, this is oh. this is their tiny game. I think it's number it says s10 i don't know what number that is in the series but it's three dollars on steam and it looks like it's a, a very fun time we record this podcast on the day that i stream and it comes out on wednesday so if you want to watch my stream uh twitch.tv slash super henry 64 is where you can go and watch me play pocket watch so yeah shameless awesome. plug of course shameless plug. Uh,
0: it always remembers to do that and i never do
1: <laughs> And we, you know we we plug the socials at the end of the show as well for everybody. We make sure we uh, do that. but,
3: but you have to really focus on twitch.tv/superhenry64. So it's, it's true. really
1: important. It's the world's worst yeah. internet handle. Uh Bro Tuzak, what are you playing?
3: <laughs> so, the games that I'm into right now are like you were you were playing Hollow Knight, but these were somewhat similar type of games. I played Fallen Angel, which was such a crazy like gameplay just being Lucifer and starting in purgatory and working your way up to heaven to kill god was like not the greatest story but the greatest achievement to get through it and it was so much fun and
0: it sounds crazy it
3: was it was like i the one thing that like stuck like stuck out to me the most was you're just going through, you know, just a regular old just plains area. You kind of go into a little construct thing. And inside the construct, there is a like discotheque rave going on. And the music in there was so hype. And I got an achievement for killing everyone in their dancing. It was awesome. That's me. Yeah. I was like, I bet you get an achievement for killing everybody in here. And lo and behold, you do. (laughs) Was it worth it? It was definitely worth it. I got one of those little steam cards for doing it. You know, that oh like, nice. That's worth like five cents. You can trade. Oh,
0: remind me know. not to invite you to any of my dance parties.
3: Well, I'm not Lucifer. I was just his, uh, what, what do you call it? His vessel.
2: <laughs> his vessel. <laughs> I
3: don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> but I wasn't doing it. He was doing it. He was just oh, using okay. my body. <laughs> but the next one was. I just played this yesterday. I had played it prior. It's called Sundrid Eldritch Edition. I don't know if there's a not Eldritch Edition. I think that's just the the full name of the game. But this one was somewhat similar to playing Fallen Angel, but a more side-scrollery type of game instead of the way that Fallen Angel gave, like, a bird's-eye view of your character. Sundrid was kind of more of a 2D scroller. But it had, like... The same aspects of the Metroid where you're going up and down and you have to go all the way around to unlock a door that's like right in the very beginning. So it was really cool. That one I have not finished yet. Absolutely clapped up by the first boss. I'm sure a couple people saw that happen and it was not fun. And then to my surprise that the first boss was the first boss and all the other mini bosses that I had struggled with were just little hyper enemies essentially.
1: So it's hardcore. And,
3: yeah. It was that one was really cool. Um, I really liked how fluid a lot of the movement was, and it is also another one of those where you just kind of dive in and you mash your attack and then dodge when you need to. And I did my I did a whole Pokemon Crystal playthrough, which was really fun.
1: The best that game, one, best game yeah, of the it whole is, Pokemon is, series.
3: It is the best game. I would almost argue that maybe the third gen would be a close second but a lot of people tend to like generation four over a lot of them because it's got so much more content and different kind of like areas with snow and stuff. Everyone loves snow and video games. I know animal crossing fans out there.
0: Absolutely. Oh my God.
3: But, yeah. So Pokemon crystal. Greatest thing ever. You get to go all the way through Johto explore a whole new region as a child. And then guess what? After you beat all that, you get to go back to the first generation and get to do all that. And you get to see everyone three years in the future. It's really
1: cool. So.
0: Oh, yes. I was wondering which Pokemon game that was because yeah. I was telling somebody about that. Yes. The so best. awesome.
1: And they've never oh. done anything like that since. And I think it's yeah. maddening that every time I, I like complete a Pokemon game, I'm like, is this going to be the one where it's like, and you get to go back to the previous gen. And it never happens. And it bums me out every time. They need yeah. to do that. I was when they, do.
3: when they came out with Emerald version, I was like, Oh, that means I'm gonna go back to Johto and Kanto. And no, that didn't happen. <laughs> I was uh really
1: sad. Yeah, that is that is by far the best Pokemon game. And you get to fight red at the very end on top of a mountain in the snow. Just well, like, there's uh, no snow.
3: Is there snow? I don't think there's I snow.
1: thought there was snow on top of the mountain. And then you go in the no. cave. Mount Silver? Yeah, Mount Silver.
3: There is no snow. Oh, hate to break it to you,
1: buddy. Well, you go to the mountain, <laughs> and then you fight Red at the end, and he's got like a level 90 Pikachu or something like that, and it's rad as hell.
3: I'll tell you right now, he's got a level 80 Pikachu, a level 77 Espeon, level 77 Snorlax, level 77 Charizard, level 77 Venusaur, and a level 77 Charizard. Is that six?
1: Yeah, I'm missing one. he's got all three of the original starters, Pikachu, Snorlax, and Espeon.
3: Yeah yeah boss status
1: total badassery
3: he doesn't even talk he just uses dots he talks in morse code yep (laughs) he does
0: Tuzek, i think that you are like the most uh pokemon mastery person that i wow that was very eloquent of me um person i've ever met like if anybody were to ask me like do you know a pokemon master i'd be like yes bro Tuzak.
3: (laughs) pokemon master you better watch out i've been training my whole life for this
0: yeah you'd be like you'd be like a like the eighth gym leader or something like you'd
3: i mean, probably I have be some be kind of like Twitter. team rocket gang GM.
0: in the back yes
3: yes like, it's the bro gang
0: the bro the and bro gang just be a
3: bunch of chads and we'd all have shuckle yes <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever i can already <laughs> see it happening actually
1: you're the giovanni of game raven review yeah i'll have my cat with me too perfect All right, so that is what we're playing this week. Coming up next, our main topic, how to uh, find some games, indie games of quality. Stick around. Welcome to the main segment of the Game Raven Review Podcast. Last week we discussed places to find indie games, and this week we'll be discussing how to find indie games of... quality, let's say. There are a lot of games out there. You may get burned by some of them. We're going to tell you how to uh, how to find the cream of the crop, as Macho Man Randy Savage would say. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. Let's... Let's start with. Uh... Don't
3: get me started on Macho Man. I'll just go off. Wait, can you do
1: a Macho Man impression?
3: Yeah, you ready? Okay, I'll yeah. do one. Yeah, do it. Okay, brother. This is too sweet to be sour. Space is the place, sky's the limit. You don't want to mess with me.
1: Wow, that's really good.
0: I'm so impressed.
1: <laughs> that's really good. That was wild. Elizabeth, will you marry me? That's my Macho Man impression. <laughs> that's a good one, too. Oh, my Old God. Hulk Hogan. Alright. <laughs> Let's get into how how to find uh, the cream of the crop, these games. Let's start with Taz. Taz, where do you go to uh you, you play a lot of indie games, I feel like you're one of the top tier indie indie game players here at Game Raven Review. You've you've uh yeah. sliced through a lot in your days. How do you find the cream of the crop? Um so personally You know when when
2: you're browsing through you are going through all your like steam gog epic games you're going through the indie section right it's definitely all about those reviews which uh people talk well i mean everyone's looking at those reviews five star mostly positive this game sucks um i think with steam though i'll elaborate that uh, you kind of have to look at like the hours of gameplay right because you'll see somebody who has literally and i kid you not saw this one time has like a thousand hours in a game and then says like downvoted the game so like how much how long of that thousand i haven't played a game for even a hundred hours let alone a whole thousand so like that i'll kind of just like hmm interesting um you still played it for a thousand hours um but i like to make my own judgments uh, i'll go straight to youtube and try to look for uh if it's kind of an up there indie game definitely look for some let's plays um not just only trailers cuz they're edited to make it look good and that's the whole point but uh definitely some some let's player some let's plays by some smaller youtubers and getting their you know first impressions on it as well so uh, that's kind of like what i traditionally do
1: typically yeah i feel like a lot of reviews it's almost the same as as music reviews right it's like you have some maybe youtubers or people that you read and you trust you trust their review you your tastes aligned with theirs so you give their recommendations a shot um i i use a lot of steam reviews as well but i like i actually go through and read them i'll read like the top couple of reviews that people have written the more words the better cuz it feels like people care enough, you know. Yeah. And then I'll check out some of the recent reviews to see if there was a patch that kind of killed the game or made it better. Um but yeah, I always look out for the the time played and how much passion people have whether for or against the game before I before I plop down my dollars. But I I haven't really been too burned. I like I said last week, I'm not really I'm trying to get more into indie games and finding games like Pocket Watch and these like tiny mini single dev games that have eluded me for so long. So um, yeah, I usually just go to Steam and see what's happening, what's trending and then kind of make my own opinion as as I read through the reviews, whether it's on Steam or through YouTube or through an actual gaming website like our own. Speaking of like kind of avoiding getting burned, like said, you had a
3: situation happened, didn't you? I did have a situation. Unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, but I didn't necessarily get burned because I didn't have to spend the money on it. But the way that the game was shown and everything about the game, you're just like, wow, this actually looks like it could be a, a pretty exciting indie game that's coming out. But I think I had talked to Henry about this before, too, but it had just crazy recommended, like, stats... That you needed for your computer. Yeah, the and
1: recommended video card was a 3080, which has just come. Huh? Out. Um, yeah. And you cannot find them. It's like a $1,000 video card or pretty close to it.
3: Or you're buying for an indie a. Game? Yeah, for an indie yeah. game. Or you're buying a pre built PC that happens to have the 3080 in it. Which
1: right, right. But those pre
3: are just not worth it anyway, either. So
1: but that's thousands of dollars that you're spending. Multiple yes. thousands of dollars on a machine.
3: On top of it for a $30 game that has. It's, it's a, it's, it's straight up a walking simulator with a sword. You pick up coins. There's no, there's, there's no NPCs to talk to. The controls, were, I don't know, another level of like janky. Like you have your, I had my uh, controller plugged in. Use PS4 controller by the way, Master Race PS4. Um, use that, <laughs> and it would, it would like read my keyboard and controller at the same time. So. It would be, I'd press like the attack button, and then sometimes it would it wouldn't do an attack, or I would try and do something, change it on my keyboard, and then it would automatically change to my keyboard, and then it, my controller wouldn't be able to be read anymore. And then I crashed a couple times. I'm using like a, a plebeian 1660 super graphics card on my computer, but. I, I didn't crash as many times as you said you crashed Henry which you're on the 2070
1: I have yeah I just built a new machine so I went I went, yeah. I went uh, be, all out and I got a 2070 yeah. super and I should have no problem but I couldn't even start this game
3: yeah I was surprised that I was able to even get into it there's there was like PVP but there's nobody in there and there's I don't know how it works and then there's just no there's nothing it's there's just nothing to do you pick up coins and then you're like okay this is,
2: and it was thirty dollars. You said you didn't have to pay anything, but like standard Steam price is thirty yeah. dollars. Yeah, thirty dollars. Honestly, Holy I could mold. I could
3: check to see what it's still looking like, because I saw that there was an update for it. It was updated. Yeah. Uh, Pick it. but the only thing was like, like reading reading the things on here. There's no. It it, it almost seems like they're faking their way through here.
1: It was a lot of Tuesday. glowing reviews. I noticed on the Steam page, which again you have to use your own judgment and see if this game. Do you think this game will be good? Um, even with the Steam reviews, because much like on Amazon or any other big website, they they can inflate the reviews to be more positive yeah. than it really is. So again, you have to you do have to do your research on these games.
3: Like um, I'm seeing so. a lot of the same names under the screenshots, and they're even doing. Uh, like cash prize winners for like PVE and like it's it's yeah it's crazy so that was honestly the one that I got burned on and but but this is such an it's such an alpha game so there was nothing to find about it so luckily I was able to get a key for it just try it out but yeah so also probably figuring out um, you know good games that are indie games try and find like a review site that reviews indie games. I you know, I don't know, something like Game Raven Review is the first thing that comes into mind. But I've heard about that website. Yeah. I think you, I have two actually, know. yeah. It'd probably be a good one to use. Um, I've never a lot heard of smart of people like on there. Yeah, Henry doesn't know anything. I don't know. That's okay.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so this is like exactly why um if you want to know a secret about me, I never read Steam reviews. And also I don't take Yelp reviews at face value either. So if I am going like, okay, in in life, I'm kind of what they call a foodie, which I hate, but uh, I, I love finding new little restaurants, right? I don't like to eat the same place too many times unless it's like Taco Bell. But, <laughs> um, but I, what I've learned in my experience with business and in small businesses and just in life if you see something that has five stars or has a lot of great reviews and there's no negative reviews at all there should be some red flags for you like if there if if they don't have anything um any constructive criticism to say about this place or this game or whatever, for me, that freaks me out. And so I'm like, oh, mm, I don't know. So when I'm when I'm personally looking at games that I want to play, like indie games, I I actually don't read the Steam reviews. I just Google it and I go to Twitter and I go to Reddit and I see what people are saying outside of reviews because again, I'm just really weird. But also I just want to know, like, what do people actually think? And I know because I work with a lot of indie devs and everything, and I I have done reviews on Steam, like, a lot of times it's by word of mouth, they're like, hey, can you write a review for my game? And it's like, sure, friends, sure, buddy, I'll write a review for your game on Steam or whatever. And they're not always uh, 100% honest, per se. but finding curators too is also a great way to find good reviews on steam because like for us for game raven we have a lot of checks and balances with people so i've literally sent reviews back to people if they are too positive <laughs> if if somebody submits a review to me and they're like this is an awesome game i have nothing bad to say about it i actually send it back to them and i'm like there is something that is like not perfect about this. Like if anybody sends in something that's 10 out of 10 on everything, I'm like, this is not a real review to me. And I know that other sites are the same way. So being able to see like curated Steam reviews are really great because then you know, it's not just some guy's friend who's writing a review, um, but it's actually like gone through some stuff. And, you know, finding different review sites are great, but for me, I'm just weird. And I, I like to see what people are saying outside of the whole review thing. Like, what are they saying when they know the devs can't hear them? There you go. That's my little piece. Okay, can... I'll get off my soapbox now. No, that's a very interesting perspective
2: for yeah. somebody who's running a, a game review site. You're telling people to... And I think that's great. Too, you're telling people to get a more hands-on experience when it comes to... You know, before you know, placing some money down to get a game, I think that's a very interesting perspective.
0: And honestly, most games too have free demos, and if they don't have free demos or any kind of way to see gameplay, that's also a huge red flag.
1: The other thing too is that um, on on Steam, I believe if you have two hours or or less of game time, you can request a return, and you can return the game and get your money back. So. There's also oh. that as well. So, if Well, you,
3: Steam's, yeah, Steam is good about that, actually.
1: Yeah, if you do want to take the plunge, then you can. And hopefully you don't play three hours of the game, <laughs> then you can't return it. But yeah, you can return games on Steam, which is nice. I'm sure GOG has the same thing or Epic Store or wherever you're looking at games. Um, another platform service, too, I talked about last week, um, which would save you some money and you can try out all the games is the Xbox games pass for windows and xbox as well there's a lot of indie games on there that you can just try out download see if you like it or not and then you know if you do you can go and buy buy the game on another platform and support that dev so
3: i think you can get the game pass for free if you like what is it called when you uh super size your discord nitro if you nitro your discord. Oh, nitro yeah, you get three months for free of the Game Pass.
1: Yeah, they had a sale not too recently where it was a buck. So
3: yeah, it's like it, a buck for three months or something. So yeah, so
1: I picked that up, and that's been a, a great way to find some indie games that I probably wouldn't have taken the plunge on. Um, but to to circle back to what what Puppet was saying, I I you were saying like you don't trust the Steam reviews. I just looked up uh, a small indie game called Undertale just to see how many positive reviews there are and um 96% of the 4000 user reviews in the last 30 days are positive for that game and 96% of the overall 125000 user reviews are positive so <laughs> i just wanted to wow. just throw that out there that i i know that undertale is a complete anomaly but um Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean if you look at one of the reviews, it goes the puzzles aren't
3: particularly impressive, ten out of ten.
1: Ten out of ten. <laughs> and then there's another one that just says bad and that's and that's been downvoted with five hours, five point eight hours, which is about how long it takes to beat that game.
0: Oh they my gosh. The game, so. I mean
1: they beat the game. You can't um make, I... you know, you can never take all these reviews at face value, obviously.
0: Oh but. Totally. Um, I do want to say we were talking to some devs um, earlier about reviews about uh, their games and when you are reviewing a game as a player I want to encourage you to give feedback that is constructive because when you just say bad about a game this is somebody's baby like this is something that somebody has put their heart and soul into And if you just say things like, this is a terrible game, period, and nothing else, like developers remember that. And as creatives, like those comments really stay with us and they aren't helpful. So it's totally fine to say that a game is bad. Like bro 2 was just talking about a game that really he did not like. He thought it was really bad, but he had all of these reasons for it. And so when you just leave reviews on Steam, like devs see that. And I I mean, Undertale is a huge game and they're fine. I'm sure they're fine. But when it comes to these smaller games and you're reviewing them, like please remember that constructive criticism is so important. And it's almost more important than just positive criticism because these people are making games and if they are true creatives, they really want to do well. And they want to know why you didn't like their game and they want to do better because they want to make a good game. Everybody who makes a game doesn't go in and say... I want to make sure I make a really bad game. Like that's not how that works. They want they want to make a good game, and the way to help them do it is by actually time. And here's why.
1: Say that again. You cut out.
0: Yeah. I didn't have. Oh, wait. Which part? Oh, I'm sorry.
1: You said, "And here's why," and then you cut out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no, that was the end of the sentence. <laughs> okay.
1: Go go ahead. Keep going.
0: Oh no, that's it. I'm I'm done. I'm getting off my soapbox again. I'm sorry. I feel really ranty today. That's Am I okay. really
1: ranty? No, rants are good. Rants are good here on the Game Raven Review podcast. You can do whatever the hell you want. You're the editor in chief. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> but it is true, and I and I will back you up on that. As a as a musician, um, I I put out a record this year with my band, which was the dumbest mistake that you could ever do. Our record release show was the first, was supposed to be the first week of our lockdown. Um, So that never happened. And I haven't played a show in almost a year now, but uh, one hurts the soul. It does hurt the soul. One uh, outlet. We're a pretty small band. One outlet reviewed our record and everything was, it was a glowing review except for the song that I made a direct change on. Uh, the, like the complete structure of the song. I was like, let's not do it this way. Let's do it this way. And that was the low point in that reviewer's review. Uh, oh, that hurts. Review. <laughs> and that sucked. But at the same time, I was like, you know, the reviewer made a, a very valid case that, you know, we that song doesn't really fit with how our band has sounded in the past, which is a good thing and a bad thing, right? Like I was hoping that we could kind of, get out of our bubble that we've created for ourselves and try something new that that person didn't enjoy it but it was still constructive criticism that i did internalize and uh manifested into pure hatred i'm kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. that I, no that i did internalize and, I, and i'm gonna think about that and be like okay like people think of our band this certain way so maybe we should stay in that lane or what have you that's a discussion that i can have with my band now just as the same as you know if you leave a review now uh the dev team can have that discussion with you know their team right the developers so yeah mm-hmm. leave leave positive or not positive criticism but constructive criticism all the time Compliment honestly sandwich.
0: like those yes come positive then negative then positive again yes there you go um actually like some of those comments can change the direction of somebody's like career and life and you may not think that because you're just like i'm just some person on steam but when you're working with these really small indie games it it could literally change whether or not they go on to make other games like we were talking to another um another dev about this and they were getting like really negative feedback from Um, this was actually a dev of of tabletop games and they were getting really bad feedback from one of the clinicians at one of the um, big events they were at. And she said like, at that point I almost didn't continue making games. And I was floored because since then she has worked on so many amazing games. And I thought the world would not have had any of these great games. If you had listened to that guy and like allowed that comment to keep you back from like making games so anyway just to say be careful with your words feel free oh go ahead bullying
3: bullying is wrong that's pretty much (laughs) what i'm getting from that
0: oh absolutely and (laughs) you may not even feel like you are bullying because to be behind a screen and to type things and you're not in front of the person and you're like, there's so many reviews, they're probably not going to see this, like, whatever, it doesn't matter. No, it does. It does, because they read all of those reviews and they really take to heart all of them. So be careful with your words.
1: It is true. I just watched a, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the history of Final Fantasy fourteen, but that game came out in, the, in its original state and it was pretty broken, and, um, I watched a fantastic, like, fan-made documentary series on YouTube about how they fixed the game in a year, a year and a half, two years, and then re-brought it out as a Realm Reborn, the game that we know now, and to hear, like, the devs, this is Squaresoft we're talking about, like, one of the biggest, you know, or Square Enix, whatever, Square they were SquareSoft. yeah yeah i I forgive you so you know this is one of the biggest developing developers in the in the in the video game realm right and to hear how they listen to feedback player feedback and how those initial reviews really hurt them because they worked so long in this game and they weren't really too sure about putting it out either they were afraid to and then they did and it and it failed um you know, they they were hurt, and they you know they work in this huge office all over the world, right? They're not like some some person in a room, uh, like a single dev. So, even even your words can cut to the core of of even the the A companies as well. So uh, that, I I uh, I took that away from that from that documentary. So yeah, constructive criticism did, once again.
3: Did Final Fantasy fourteen start? with final fantasy 11 did they branch off from that or is that a completely different online
1: completely different world but some of the stuff is the same from 11 oh, okay. to fourteen. yeah okay. 11 was brutal i
3: never played 14 because it was i think that was when online gaming was kind of still pretty new i think
1: 11 yeah yeah when that one came out yep it was like that and world of warcraft were like the two guys yeah. at the time yeah yeah. so yeah anybody have anything to, uh, else to add about um you know, kind of where where you go to find the games, who who do you listen to, um, anything like that?
3: I mean, it pretty much just boils down to if you can find someone that shares the same tastes as you, like, a, like if there is some sort of online YouTuber reviewer that reviews games or some sort of like review thing that is a trusted, at least someone that shares your tastes, like I said before, would probably be the best thing to figure out. Because you wouldn't think that, you know somebody that you trust on the internet would burn you that you've had like such a strong following with this would probably be my like best way to figure out a game that you would like that you won't get burned by
1: for sure and um we hope that we can be that for you as well maybe we'll be your next trusted uh writer or reviewer in the future as we continue on at game raven review
0: yeah, that's the dream for GameRaven. It's really important to us that we support games that are worth supporting. That is um, very, very important to us.
1: Well, I think that pretty much covers it. So thank you so much for tuning in to the GameRaven Review Podcast. I have been Henry J, and you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at SuperHenry64, the world's worst video game handle or handle in general of all time. Uh, I stream indie games every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. bro Tuzak, where can people find you? If you want to
3: find me, open up Pokemon cards, play Pokemon games, play indie games, play all sorts of variety of games. Probably mostly like Roguelites, Metroidvanias, and whatnot. But Twitch TV slash sw- Twitch TV slash BroTuzak and BroTuzak on all my handles: Twitter, YouTube,
1: uh, Twitch. And that is B R O T U Z A K.
3: Yes, it's a tough one. Word Taz. But it's worth it.
1: Uh, yeah, you
2: can find me on literally any virtual platform at TazTDevil3, Tumblr, TikTok, Twitch, uh, Steam, what have you. Uh, I stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, uh, each being its own theme. Uh, find uh, go 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 to, go to my Twitch and find out. See what see what happens.
1: And puppet, where can people find you?
0: I am Puppet Master N, and that's Puppet Master E N, on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. And uh I stream on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and I do mostly indie horror.
1: And as always, find us on Twitter and Twitch at GameRavenReview and GameravenReview.com. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time.
2: Seamer mm-hmm.